My name is Scott Challoner, and this is the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on a crisp autumn morning here in the capital, and I'm delighted to say that joining me on today's show is David Bly, the Operations Director of Cornerstone Management Services. Uh, David, thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. It's a pleasure. Now, just for those regular listeners, David, that may not be familiar with yourself and your business, Cornerstone, um, you're a provider of unique, effective claim solutions, essentially, aren't you? And that covers property damage investigations, training, and various other aspects. But could you just sort of expand upon that, just to give us a bit more of an idea? Yes. Um, our background, myself and my business partner, Andrew, um, stems a number of years now working with within the industry that deals with property damage, um, mainly to deal with insurance-related damage, fires, types of water, ingresses, etc. And um, what we've done is in the 12 years that we have been running Cornerstone, we've kind of taken a unique approach in how we report, how we adopt the decisions that we take, and at the same time just put as much transparency into why something may need drying or may dry naturally or will need detailed cleaning with everybody off-site or we can work around it by screening. So there's lots of things to be involved there, but it's something that we wanted to do to take the journey and take this restoration industry sector further forward. And your sort of line of work is becoming a lot more important, isn't it? Because we're talking so much more about climate change and the effects of that these days. And we've seen sort of flooding, we've seen wildfires, we've seen it all in the headlines on an unprecedented scale in recent years. Um, And domestically, especially, you know, flood risks are massive in certain regions. So companies like yours, they're having far much more work to do, aren't they? They are indeed. Um, As a sad thing as it is, um, it is inc- on the increase, it would appear. I mean, we ourselves, you know, we have been to places like Carlisle over the years and seen the devastation that this can cause. Um, I've only ever suffered an internal escape of water myself, but even that was enough to sort of, you know, um, make you feel pretty negative about the situation. So to have a whole home underwater is quite devastating, I'm sure. Um, so what we're trying to do, of course, we can't change that at this present moment in time. Um, all we're trying to do is to expedite this process in such a way that it will minimise impact. Now, obviously, that becomes more prudent if there's just an escape of water, say, from a loft through to into other rooms. What we would always look to do is we know all about the loss. We know that there's water everywhere. What do we want to do for the occupants? So we'll talk to them first, and we really want to make sure that they're going to be as comfortable as possible, certainly while they remain in the property. Because, as you mentioned, this is the key thing now. It's all about the the despair that can come from one of these incidents, and that's our key um, process whenever we arrive. Mm. And especially so people sort of relish those sort of close relationships, don't they? And that close collaboration on issues such as this in the aftermath of something like COVID. So, you know how difficult this pandemic has been over the last 18 or 19 months for so many people, for so many uh, businesses. And to then sort of be struck by sort of a natural disaster such as flooding um, straight in the aftermath of that, um, that can be quite devastating for a lot of people, can't it? Um, sort of operationally during the uh, the pandemic, just to sort of touch on that for a moment, David, how has it been for you and your business, would you say? Because I can imagine it's been quite a challenge. It has been a challenge. Um, it has been 
quite significant in Sumatra. Not only did we start, like everybody concerned, um, we were all forced to work from home. However, what we found was that certain clients um, had to be very cautious about our entry into people's properties. Mm. Um, other clients actually literally shut the place down and really would not allow us to enter. Um, so when it came to an insured peril, like an escape of water or fire, then of course we had to still respond. So what we quickly adopted, because obviously this is not something that can go away at all, you know, one of these incidents, we had to quickly adopt um, very strict COVID-19 protocols, um, not only for obviously the home owners, but also our own team. So it was absolutely vital that we took on all the necessary advice that was given at the time and all the necessary PPE. What we also did is we created our own documents whereby everybody knew who we were, why we would attend, how we would do that, how we would work with them if they wanted to go into another room while we were in another room looking at the incident. Um, we got their guidance and we got their approval. So what we were able to do is on the seat of an instruction, we were able to talk to homeowners and give them that complete satisfaction about how we would attend their property. Naturally, one or two would say, no, I still don't feel safe. And that's absolutely fine. It was their decision and we were happy with that. But our process, if we were to go to someone's um, property, was to adopt the safe process Literally on entry, we had a questionnaire, so we'd ask if anybody is suffering at the currently, uh, whether they had COVID um, or if they were just feeling pretty unwell at the time. And we would make sure that, that whether it was safe for even our team to enter the property. Once we had and we'd done our um, process and our scope and we'd looked at the uh, level of damage, et cetera, et cetera, then we would clean and disinfect everything on our way out. So, so yes, it's been a challenge. Um, but I think as we are in the industry of looking after homeowners and making sure that everything we do is clear and concise, then we took that on board quite quickly. That's certainly very positive. And I suppose your line of work is one where sort of you have to sort of keep a cool head anyway and try and sort of work to maintain the morale of homeowners who've been affected by natural disasters such as flooding. So you're sort of used to seeing devastation anyway, but to then have to go and do that job with sort of the conditions of social restrictions of COVID sort of binding your work as well, that sort of makes it just that little bit more difficult, doesn't it? Um, was it easy for you, therefore, um, sort of keeping and maintaining the morale of your own staff high during this sort of time, would you say? Uh, yes, it's, it's actually been something that we've been, um, because we're very busy and had been very busy um, leading up to when COVID actually came uh, came and met us all. Um, then I think what happened was we soon got together with everybody. We were talking to them over the phones. We didn't have them in the office as much, but we actually spoke to them and they were very understanding of how Andrew and I wanted them to feel safe. They were our main priority, our main concern. And there were one or two instances whereby it would have proved difficult for our teams to have attended a location. So therefore we've worked with them on that. And um, so this has always been about a two-way conversation between management and staff. It was, we all put ourselves on the same platform. There, was, there couldn't be, have been any more um, sort of tolerance than doing it that sort of way because then at least they felt safe and they felt 
that we were supporting them as well. So it wasn't a case mm-hmm. of the fact that some new claim had come in, so you've got to go. No, this mm-hmm. was following procedures, protocols, and all the safe measures that we possibly could at that time. And I think you find that when leadership sort of shows that kind of consideration for its employees, keeping them safe and making sure they're in that right headspace, you'll sort of reap the rewards from their productivity point of view, won't you? I mean, they're more willing to sort of muck in during a time where the chips are down and they'll go above and beyond for you. And I suppose over the last year, we've seen that in abundance across industry, haven't we? You're absolutely right. Um, We have been here for them. Um, and they they can talk to us at any time, which naturally they could anyway, but we've done it in such a way that they do feel safe. They feel as though we are protecting them and everything that they have to do. So we have worked very closely with them. Um, we've been, been even been out to locations with them alongside so that we can see firsthand um, the sort of issues that they may face, um, have faced, and then we're giving them our knowledge and our experience um, to them. So they, they, they weren't alone. This was not a case of giving them an instruction and off they go. No, we were out there with them and um, we supported them throughout this situation and still do. Although things are easing at this moment in time, um, we're not out of the woods yet and we recognise that. So no, so we are actively supporting mm-hmm. the team. In fact, the whole team are in the office today mm-hmm. and um, we're going through a lot of um, health and safety issues, um, surveying issues, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and we'll also discuss the current COVID situation as well and the, the items that they've got, because we still like to wear masks. We still have disinfectants with us and everything else. And um, they're happy to do that, and I'm happy that they are doing that. So it's up to us to ensure that they have all the necessary equipment they need. And obviously, when it comes to businesses like yours, when you're thinking working practices and how that's sort of going to change moving forward, when you're sort of doing the field work, as it were, I mean, that's not something you can just do from home, is it? You've got to get people out there on site and doing the job. But when it comes to sort of the administration side of things, I suppose there is also that room for flexibility to allow people to sort of work sort of in a hybrid format or work entirely from home. And in an era where, you know, we're talking about the place that hybrid working is going to have in the future world workplace and um, where do you see that sort of fitting in within your own business well actually it's been a very interesting sort of period for us because um during the sort of last 18 months and the fact that we haven't worked a full week in that time um we've actually been far more productive i've actually been very very encouraged with the admin staff that i have because what we're doing is we're in touch at all times. Um, they have everything that they needed to set up the office at home. We made sure they were comfortable at home because obviously there's not a desk or you know an office chair. So we have to make sure that they are comfortable in the fact that we've asked them to work from home. And we made sure that they have everything that they possibly need. I think that has then resulted in the fact that they are very productive Um and the hours have suited what they what they felt they were comfortable with. So there is no defined eight o'clock till five o'clock with it. It's actually worked extremely well. And because obviously when our guys have gone out to these locations and electronically sent all the information back to us, we do need to analyze it. We do need to build it into a detailed uh, report for our clients. And that has been done. So we've not fallen behind. And um we just wanted to make sure that they were comfortable and I think they've actually really enjoyed working from home. It's probably going to be very interesting 
mm. to get them back in the office full time on, on um, in the new year. So we, we're here for them. We're here for them all. They've been very comfortable with it. Um, their work has not diminished. They've actually, in fact, we're now coming out of this and the work has actually increased. So I think they also find the fact that they do enjoy what they do um, and it does make the day go faster and that's what they're very comfortable with at the moment. And that just sort of links back to that sort of keeping morale high, doesn't it? And um, really works well um, as far as that's concerned. And I think when yeah. we sort of think of the silver linings from this quite difficult and quite tragic time that we've all had to uh, to face, I suppose some of the biggest positives are some of the lessons that industry has learned from this. I mean, it's accelerated sort of that digital revolution. We've learned about sort of more productive ways of working. Um, and like I say, I suppose that works sort of in the same way for you. I mean, you've learned a bit more about working practices, but what are maybe some of the other lessons you'd say that you've sort of taken away from this as a positive, if any? I think at the end of the day, I think um, what we've simply learned is the fact that um, an office environment is something that brings us all together. It is a good point, and we've actually learned that it's where we can swap ideas. It's where we can work through any issues that we may have, um, work through complex cases. Um, but at the same time, by them having their time to work um, in their home, then effectively what they've been able to do is to press on. And I, I just think there's been a combination and a balance of the working environment going forward. And our approach has been um, very simplistic. Um, Andrew and I are, are simply very approachable, whether the teams are out in the field or we're in the admin office. And we've just, we've just been here at all times and we've supported what they've needed to ensure that the work is just simplistic and just floating along um, and I think that's the main thing here is the fact that we're not going to sit by and ex- have an expectation of um, whatever has been accomplished we're going to get involved as well we do get involved um, and I think we've come through this really quite well um, I'm, actually, I'm actually pleasantly surprised as a company that we have come through a very difficult period for everybody concerned um, as I said we follow the procedures We've given our teams everything that they really needed to make this as flexible and as easy as possible. And I think that's starting to rub off. They're very good teams. I think something you mentioned there is incredibly important and that's sort of that open door policy that you have for people to come to you as and when it's required because in a time where, you know, um, the expectations of job potential uh, candidates for roles and uh, prospective sort of employees, they're changing, aren't they? So if leaders aren't sort of reaching out and showing that, you know, they're willing to have that open door policy, they're willing to sort of give them that flexibility in their working practices. And obviously they're looking after sort of their well-being as well. If you don't do that, you're not going to be able to sort of access that talent pool, are you, that's out there? And it is a tricky environment for recruitment in a lot of sectors. So sort of having those sorts of policies in-house, it's incredibly important isn't it? You're absolutely right. Um, and we have adopted it from day one. In fact, we've got a couple of employees here that have actually said to us, this is one of the most relaxed and yet informative places they've ever worked. And mm-hmm. that, that speaks volumes for us because that basically means that rubber stamps the open door policy. It rubber stamps that you can talk to us about anything at any time. Do not feel that if there's an issue, it's your issue. It's ours. We all absorb it. We all deal with it and we all learn from it if it's something that we can all learn from. And we just share that we share everything about the company. And I think that's what's made it our own internal family. 
Hence, that's why it was important to, for, for us um, as managers to ensure that as we came through that difficult period and going forward, they've got everything that they need and they want to be on this journey with us as well. Mm. And talking moving forward um, as well, um, we saw in the uh, the budget speech just a few weeks ago now that Chancellor Rishi Sunak really talked up the importance of keeping the economy open and sort of getting to enjoy some of the hard-won gains from doing that. Um, business is now starting to look forward with some sort of optimism, especially with the economic projections. Um, but for yourselves at Cornerstone, David, um, are you sort of sharing that same optimism and are you sort of harnessing your own big ambitions for the next 12 months? Uh, yes and yes is a, is a simplistic answer. We are seeing a, there is an increase in what we're doing. In fact, we're in the process now of looking for more staff um, because of the work that we do have. And I think also, even with the combination of working in the office and out of the office, I think any new staff who would like to join us and see how we do it, I think they would rapidly grab that opportunity because I would also, and have done in the past, where we're talking to a potential employee, I involve the staff as well because they can tell it exactly like it is. So they've done that, and that's where we've had people um, join us before. So I think that's that's key to how we operate today. What they're also seeing is in the future, they're seeing us looking at new business opportunities, improving the way that we do things, whether that's systematic on the types of in, uh, the IT equipment that we're using, ever we don't sit still, we will go with it. Whatever is new out there, and we investigate and see as a greater opportunity to make life easier, we will adopt. And that, we have that policy all the time because we're here to reinvest at all times. And I think that that's what makes us quite unique in what we're trying to do, and certainly from our own perspective. Now, as the next month, that 12 months move forward, we've got some new exciting opportunities that we are working on and the mm. teams know about that. They see what we're trying to mm. do um, and they're actually involved in it and like would like to be a part of still that side of the business. It's slightly different. It's, it's to investigate um, these issues in properties as well as just sort of rectify them, if you see what I mean. So mm. we are sort of adopting a, a brand new procedure as we go forward and we will expect to take on more staff, which would be fantastic. Certainly sounds like exciting plans and the evolution of your business is so, so important as we've sort of touched on um, earlier on in this podcast at a time where sort of climate change is omnipresent and we're seeing more and more the effects of that. So um, the activities of businesses such as yours are going to be more and more crucial surely in the next few months and years. And I think as some of those sort of projects behind the scenes as well, David, start to come to fruition for you, it would be great to maybe catch up on the show in future and welcome you back on with us just to see how things are coming along because I've thoroughly enjoyed having you with us today. Day. it's been brilliant no problem at all i really appreciate having the opportunity to speak with you um i would certainly look forward to speaking to you in the future as the new policies and new procedures that we have will be adopting new issues that are very prevalent at this moment in time even with carbon footprints and net zeros etc these can also be adapted into these properties and making sure they're okay for everybody inside them so exactly. as we move forward yes i'd like the, i'd welcome the opportunity absolutely and as we start to see hopefully um, that transition toward a net zero uk that work is going to be so so important so perfect to uh, to keep tabs on that uh, david once again thank you for joining us and do take care and stay safe with all still going on thank you scott i really appreciate the thought you take care too and uh, we'll speak soon many mm-hmm. thanks
Um, it was a pleasure, of course, welcoming David Bly from Cornerstone Management Services onto the podcast today. And for those tuning in, if you feel that you may have your own story to share with us, then by all means, you can apply to be on the show at leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Until next time, to all of our regular listeners, please take care and goodbye.